I am more excited now more than ever yeah. about, about the fate of Charlie Rampart. Fuck, <laughs> he got arrested. He got arrested. Crosshair is nowhere. He could be like shopping at Tilly's or something. <laughs> we don't know. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. This time we're viewing our mid-season yeah. uh, two-episode extravaganza, <laughs> uh, which is um, Clone Conspiracy yes. and and Truth or Consequences. And Consequences. Truth and Consequences? Yes. Oh, Both okay. Truth and Consequences. I don't know what episode numbers. I've lost count. I was confused because I've just come back from New Mexico and there is a town there called Truth or Consequences. Oh, interesting which is what what tripped me up i think okay it's truth and consequences and it's episode seven and eight which is our mid-season as we just said um oh boy oh boy oh boy these were not what i thought they were gonna be and that's not in like a bad way that's just in like an interesting way to be fair i feel like i didn't think about it too hard but i was like i kind of feel like i know what the vibes are uh i didn't yep same (laughs) i didn't expect here okay before we get into it i think i could probably say what i did expect i expected a like reunion-esque episode where like we saw the batch and we saw uh, crosshair also and like rex and cody and like the parts of this i feel like i was thinking it was going to be a lot more like let's focus on the like rebellion aspect of things Mm -hmm. and then like also some shady shit's gonna go down i thought someone was like probably gonna get like taken out I don't know. I thought it was going to be vibes wise different. Again, that doesn't mean that I'm like upset with these episodes no, or I were, think they ran poorly. No, these were really interesting episodes. We're seeing. <laughs> I just was on a different. Point no, for of sure. I at le- I am still extremely surprised we didn't see any crosshair. They really were like, here's yeah, the one episode yeah. he's going to be in and then say goodbye Number for a while. One thing that I am fascinated by is that not once there was not one goddamn peep of crosshair. He was never anywhere. No. I thought not even um, a, a mention. I thought in the beginning when when uh, Rampart's talking to this assassin that he's dealing with, and I was like, "Oh, well, that's cr-. like yeah. literally." I yeah, think yeah, I thought so. The well. first time he appeared and he started shooting at uh, Cade and Slip, yes, um, that I was like, "Oh, it's Crosshair. Like, it's gotta be. It's yeah. like a sniper." And yeah. then they were like, "Nope." Like, do you think that was the intention? Absolutely, I do. Because, I, and then again, I mean, this is jumping the gun way too hard, but like then what the fuck are they going to show us with Crosshair where they gave us like a little, like a sleight of hand, like, oh, you thought it was him, but it's not. I like, what know. the fuck happened? But consider me he hooked. He died off screen, I guess. <laughs> consider me hooked and being reeled in currently. I think... Because I'm excited. This These episodes, I think, are intriguing me in a way that I didn't realize they would, but mostly because I'm like, how the fuck is this going to happen now? Like, again, I think I had, and maybe we talked about this in our last season, like an understanding of like, oh, this is going to be how this like, you know, season unfolds. We're going to get like more of the batch and their relationships. Crosshair is going to become an unknown entity. He's going to maybe flip at some point or become like an independent agent. Yeah. Charlie is probably going to go down like an insane route. Yeah. You know, the world is going to continue to get sticky. We're going to see more clone rebellion stuff. Um, I feel like this season has gone not any of the ways that I expected no. it. I'm surprised and pleasantly surprised. I don't, yeah. I, I like it. I'm just like in a brain space where I'm like, this was not anything I calculated for. 
I will say, yeah, it's making it a little bit hard to predict, which isn't a bad thing, obviously. Um, I still, obviously, they're not doing that thing where it's like, we're just here's like a random twist and shock. Oh boy. Like, there's still a thread of things, which, like, we correctly interpreted a loss um, because they had yeah. been setting up the family kind of dynamic of yeah, that, which fair. in the end, uh, I almost said spoiler alert. Obviously, you, you have you, watched it. You're here it. if you've watched yeah. it. <laughs> Please, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. I don't why know why you're, you're here. Because <laughs> we're going to talk about all of it. All the juicy Maybe, deets. like, if you're uh, anxious about the episode and you, like, like this when is we your, look this at is the Wikipedia page to, yeah. um, before we watch something <laughs> so we know. Um, but anyway, like, obviously, at the end of these two episodes, Echo decides to stay with Rex and he leaves the batch. And I, like, that kind of blindsided me. But, like, that was kind of a... Um, foreshadowing of like okay we've been establishing them as a very good group we've been establishing especially hunter and echo as like mom and dad of this of this group and all of a sudden now we're feeling this loss of like echo it's not a tragic loss obviously and he tells her this uh, omega this that like it's not forever but i'm like okay you're setting something up what we correctly kind of interpreted that so what else have we been interpreting correctly or you know i don't know it's that was a big i mean is there any fucking point should we try to go through these chronologically well i don't even know let's, how let's just yeah let's go through a little bit chronological so obviously um i also didn't interpret or not interpret i d- also didn't expect that we would see Curacao, and we get a little yeah, uh the whole fucking time into this imperial senate which like i'm confused as to how like an imperial empire has like a senate that is really is has a point at all because yeah unless they're just running them around so they feel like they're doing something but that's what i'm saying though and i guess sir palpatine is doing that because he's been doing it since he was the fucking chancellor but like i don't know why he's not it doesn't it feels like these people are still voting on shit and like feel like they're doing yeah. things well i guess like kind of the point that we see at the end of these two episodes is that like they can run around and vote on things, but like at the end of the day, like they're not the ones in control. And yeah, like, it's true. almost like Sheev is letting them. I mean, it's like he's giving them enrichment in their little enclosure, <laughs> you know, <laughs> here's a voting uh, for on a bill that, to make you feel like you're but uh, like at the end of the day, something. then it's like, okay, something serious that like, if you start following and pulling on those strings could lead back to like a bigger conspiracy that is 100% going on. Yeah. Uh, he's like, no, no, no. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. I'm going to sort of guide you in the right direction. In a way. And like make you not think about these other things. Yeah. That's very true. In a way. Yeah. I think having an imperial Senate Senate that is still feels like they are voting and doing their jobs will kind of quell any like, oh no, we feel like we're being kind of like stamped yeah. out of control. Let's revolt. It's like honestly a pretty effective way to make people feel like they if you can are trick, still yeah. part of a democracy. Uh-huh. If you can though, trick people into thinking that they're still free, like yeah. they won't realize they've been trapped. Yeah. What a vibe. Um, what a vibe. Uh, but so yeah, we, so we, we get um, that uh, almost off the bat um, after we have this interaction between Kate and, and Slip, these two clones that apparently one of them was on the uh ramparts ship when they destroyed camino yeah uh i like that we open up it's always really interesting when we open up on right not the batch i think we talked about that a lot in our last Mm -hmm. season because it's like always marks like a really specifically different type of episode yeah um I love that we open with these like two two clones at it's seventy nines right is the the clone bar in Coruscant mm-hmm. which we've seen before in the um, inhibitor chip episodes of yeah. season f- six yeah. of Clone Wars mm-hmm. with uh, like fives and 
uh and stuff um so we haven't been back there since but i love that it's just like straight into this like really deep conversation of like i have information like yeah. we've we're good people who've been doing bad things and we've yeah. just been letting it slide we can't do that anymore yeah again like we did talk about last season those conversations between the characters that are very kind of pithy and yeah. like uh you know i think it, it carries on the theme pretty well um which is interesting that we don't see crosshair in this because I feel like that's yeah. a very crosshair kind of like that's the story vibe yeah. of like you're a good person who's been doing bad things or are you like that's kind of the question yeah right? that everyone has the um I almost said anonymity that's not what I want <laughs> autonomy to yeah. make their own decisions yeah and like that's yeah like as you're saying kind of like the storyline we play against crosshair mm-hmm. in his decisions right because he is like I'm just a cog in the machine whatever yeah and these people are like no we have to take responsibility for our actions uh yeah. I love that it's Cade right yeah is like so I messaged Admiral Rampart and I was like, and How, you're dead. Like, you're fully dead. Oh, sweet boy. You're so stupid. Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> I mean, like, it takes balls to do something like that, but that's insane. No, but I, I it like does, that we're seeing. But it's just a very, like, honorable thing to do exactly. rather than being like, okay, I'm going to kind of do some reconnaissance and see what I can dig up and then present it to somebody who's not a Rampart. Well, like how he's literally just like you, you spill the beans or I will. And it's like, I'm just going to kill you. Like, why would you not think that that would be the game? Yeah. I, I, I feel like though, this is showing a really great side of a lot of like yeah. our clone characters, which mm-hmm. is like, they're a hundred percent like the heart in yeah. a, like a lot of these situations. They are, uh, they're cloned people. And a lot of people see them as like less than human, which is obviously like a sub, you know, plot line in these episodes, mm-hmm. but like they are incredibly uh, considerate I guess yeah. and like human and kind they and continue the to be right thing noble and, yeah yeah they just like have this I don't know integrity about them and I love that like that was an insanely stupid decision but it doesn't <laughs> matter because that Cade was probably like it's the right thing to do yeah. so I'm gonna do it damn the consequences they still have <laughs> this like idea which like we do hit on at the end of truth and consequences with Omega she kind of learns another lesson where like just because you stand up and do the right thing doesn't mean that things will work out the good thing will happen the good thing will happen right which is an incredibly difficult lesson for a child to learn let alone like an adult who is kind of in the thick of it yeah but yeah no I think that's a very good point about him but yeah he does eat it um and by eat it i mean die he gets shot he does kick the bucket yeah um buys a farm etc sleeps with the fishes uh yeah no i do i do like that we kind of saw i don't know it feels like kind of the the vibe that we knew of clones from clone wars like it's it's fun to see that happen again and that we're kind of like coming full circle on like those characters yeah i was gonna say we didn't get a lot of regular clones last season except for like hauser um and he was kind of irregular in a way but yeah i like how we're seeing he was beautiful (laughs) and he had sad eyes as time he had kind eyes as time goes on i think yeah we're seeing that obviously the inhibitor chips were kind of there for one reason and one reason only and that was to execute order 66 and the more time goes on the more they're kind of waking up i think they literally use that phrase in the this episode i think rex is like i'm trying to help people that are kind of waking up from like and realizing what they are what they have been ordered to do and whatnot yeah um yeah uh right uh so then we you know slip 
uh, Slip gets away. Yes. Kate is dead. Slip gets away. And Slip goes Who, on a And whole we think he's being chased by, by Crosshair, crosshair. Right. Obviously not Crosshair. Yeah. Um, and then we get this whole scene with the uh, Imperial Senate, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a clusterfuck and uh, seems really stressful from my point of view. But we do get to see reoccurring characters, namely Bail Organa, who's mm-hmm. been in, I think, like every Star Wars property at this point. Yeah. And looks the same. Because um, he never ages. Because he is uh, the immortal Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Doesn't age. Um, but we also get uh, the return of Senator Chuchi, who was a two-episode cameo in Clone Wars. I think she's only more in two than ep- that. Three episodes. Um, well, we have Trespass. Yep. Um, and then we have the one where her. Um, it's not her family. No, it's, it's the, like the, the royal like, family yeah. of Pantora. Her, the daughters two get episodes. kidnapped. Maybe it is two. I think it's not that many. Um, I swear she was in more stuff, but but she it's oh she, you know she, what she's also in that episode that introduces Cad Bane, but she doesn't play a big part. But I do remember that when all the senators are like being held hostage yeah, in the library in the or building. whatever, yeah, um, they're like uh, Anakin gets thrown in there for some yes, reason, he um, and he wakes up and she's like cradling his head in her lap. Isn't Padme there? She is there. Padme's yeah. like, I but can't they have pretend to- <laughs> like I know this guy. <laughs> she has to be like, I hate him. Ew. Anyway. Get away. Gross. And they're like, why Why are you saying this? <laughs> She's like, Don't we worry all about know it. that you're married. <laughs> uh, it's the worst kept secret ever. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Chuchi is there. Who mm-hmm. is? It's fun to see her return. And it's fun to see her play like a very integral part in these two episodes. Yes. Which I did not. I mean, again, in my galaxy brain, like when I go to sleep at night and I'm trying to like predict how <laughs> things happen, which is how I occupy myself. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't ever guess that Senator Chuchi would make an appearance. I really enjoy her character. She's really yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, never ever thought that she would be like an integral player, but it makes total sense. It's a good pull. Yeah. It's a good pull for this type of character. Um, I don't know if this is jumping the gun, but I also want to uh, say that I think having female characters enter into this this show is uh, not rare, but like when it happens, I think it's really uh, noticeable because of the rest of the characters being men except for omega um but i do appreciate too that we've gotten now with fee we have like we have sid we have fee we have uh fennec um that well, i haven't seen her in this season but uh this is kind of the the number of women that characters that we have and they all kind of do have distinct like yeah uh characterizations and like i think chuchi would be the most one that might fit into motherly or caring yeah. but we don't see her doing that i mean we see her kind of taking she's care kind of omega like a, but a teaching she's teaching yeah but she's like I love that we see the female characters that get brought in these roles of like, she is a senator, she is doing the right thing, and she has this like sway, she has this power, she's, you know, yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's nice to see also, like, in that, I like that we're kind of getting like finally a female character who's like more lawfully driven, yeah, than like obviously Sid and Fee and Fennec, who are all kind of different degrees of crime. Which I love, obviously. I love these women who do crime. But the the diversity is helpful. Yeah, and again, like uh, this story being like in somewhere in there, a a catalyst for Omega learning things and growing up, right? Like it's nice that we kind of are getting more and more personalities in here. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know. It's really sweet. I really like that. Like, I mean, we we're talking about this during the episode, but it's kind of uh, wild to me that the batch just like lets Omega go with Senator. Chi-Chi. I was at least expecting a little bit of pushback. <laughs> I was like, at least whatever. expecting like another like mom and dad. Like, are we going to let her do this? Like <laughs> a okay, conference I mean, moment. Yeah. But like, I, I like that we got those moments, even though they seemed a little like not necessarily weird, but like the premise was like maybe a little bit too easy. Yeah. Um, but again, like I get that they had a lot to cover in not a very long amount of time. So yeah. like having an additional conversation probably would have been lost Mm -hmm. um but i like that we get to see omega learning again and other things and like being part of something that's like i don't know different than what she's used to yeah she's getting to see kind of how the world is uh how the world functions and whatnot um i'd like to talk about this bill that gets introduced yeah i was gonna obviously if it's the senate there's some kind of bill going on because that's how government work i guess (laughs) i'm not really clear (laughs) yeah there's always like something that like the characters that you like are fighting for and like everyone there's always like two or three like nasty looking senators that are like i don't think anyone should have food or housing Um, i don't believe in universal (laughs) health care it's like okay go sit down (laughs) um but yeah so we we see this uh again and we touched on this in the first season where um they're trying to get uh people a a recruitment military going rather than continuing to clone um and have a clone military and obviously senators like chuchi and organa are very against this um not only on the basis of like maybe we don't need a military anymore but also (laughs) like what are we gonna do with the military that you guys fucking homebrewed like yeah (laughs) those people still need like housing and stuff and rampart is just like we don't need to do anything about that yeah i love that like I don't know. I really like, and I think this kind of like hit home in the last part of these two episodes, but like there is this kind of subplot going on of like, hey, like we have this entire group of people that like you created for one purpose and you're taking their purpose away. Mm-hmm. And they're, now we just have people around that like you essentially are treating like second class citizens and like not caring for and not, you know, giving representation in our government bodies. And yeah. like, that's not fucking okay. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. I, I do. Yeah, I do love the position that we see Chuchi originally. And this doesn't really continue because of all the corruption and whatnot. But she is originally fighting for um, like kind of like a, a like pensions and stuff. Pensions and things like requirements that if you're going to go ahead and start recruiting people for a separate like another military, essentially you need to have some stipulations in that bill that says you're going to take care of the people that you created to be the military in the first place. Right. And like, of course I love that we get to see Admiral Rampart, uh, Admiral Charlie Rampart. Excuse you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) being kind of a kiss ass and being just kind of like, Oh, do, 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 do. I'm going through my normal day stuff and this is what it is. And like, she, he has a meeting with her and, and like, she's like, yeah, he was like way more helpful than I thought he would be. And I'm like, girl, (laughs) (laughs) I, I really love that we get to see a lot of that. And that is a lot of like what happens in this first episode. So like, obviously that bill gets introduced in that like first time we see the Senate, uh, Chuchi meets with, uh, some people at 79s and by some people, I mean, slip, whatever. Well, she has a talk with Rampart where she's like, listen, but after that is when she meets Rampart. So she, she gets on to Rampart because slip is like, I was there. Well, she goes to 79s in order to be like, hey, I'm here to be your advocate, you yeah. guys. Like, you know, talk to me about what you need and I'll get it done for you. I'll talk to Admiral Rampart. And that's when Slip is like, listen, something shady's happened and I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then she goes and sees Rampart. 
what I was going to say about that is I really like that in many points in these episodes we are getting to see Rampart from the other side of his of the of the coin I guess like yeah. the other part of his personality his public facing persona which yeah we haven't which we seen haven't very much. really seen any before because uh-huh. usually he's just like ape shit insane we've been seeing all the dirty backdoor sort of deals and things that he's been doing to kind of keep everything hush hush and yeah. I think until this point we've been uh on of the assumption that like he's been he's been kind of okay to do all these things and like I think that's partially true, but it doesn't seem that the public or the people that he works with on a day-to-day really have that yeah. uh, knowledge of him. Exactly. Yeah. It's nice to see his, like, public-facing persona, and then also, like, I feel like this is really successfully filling out a part of the world that maybe we didn't super see before. Like, we've seen, like, Imperial Senate, but, like, further down the line or, like, different, you know, yeah. perspectives. But it's interesting to see, I mean, he's a kiss-ass. Mm-hmm. He, and he is... Uh, playing with people and they're like you know he's essentially he's playing the game he's a he's a strategist right yeah and like he knows exactly what he's doing he's playing the game of thrones yeah he's playing the game of thrones where you you win or or you you die die. um and then and boy what happened to him boy um (laughs) i'm excited to talk about that later um but yeah no i like that we're getting to see that from him and that like we're getting to see characters interact with that and be and and chuchi being like oh weird he was super helpful like later when she's talking with bail and bail being like that's what he he does like he knows exactly what to say at the exact right moment and he knows what he's going to do to like distract you from something he's basically placating in order to get you to not dig further was was what bale says essentially so obviously that throws her further into the uh problem of okay something's going on here so yeah and so obviously you know essentially these episodes feel like not necessarily a game of cat and mouse but kind of like you know this unwinding you know uh, a conspiratorial ball where we're like getting to see like you know yeah threads which like places they go the conspiracy becomes which i guess we're learning this too for the first time we're like they didn't destroy camino like that's not above board shit like they were like oh a storm did it i that's a yes sorry we didn't get that until now like that's what's been being said right and i love that we're seeing that now too like that's kind of like what goes hand in hand with like charlie's public persona yeah. is the fact that he's actually been lying about more shit than we thought he was like it's not just that like everyone thinks that he killed the batch it's that like he's covering up like killing everyone on a planet essentially which like i think that he was obviously given orders to for do sure that, for sure and he yells that later on we'll talk about it yeah we'll talk about it when we get there um you're like wait 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 we got to do a slow I don't want, burn I, I on don't, this one <laughs> just i don't want to jump the gun cause, yeah, yeah, yeah uh because it'll be good when we get there yeah yeah um no, yeah, he was obviously given orders to do that. So, like, he's... But but he kind of knows that, like, we... Obviously, the Emperor and everybody was like, we're going to keep this hush-hush. So we're going to be like, a storm blew everything away. Um, but another thing <laughs> on, that... On the planet, always that has storms. <laughs> they didn't... Oh. oh, they didn't build for that. Oh, no. <laughs> on the Uh-oh. water planet. <laughs> yeah, where they know how to do that. It's fine. Don't look into it. Um, do you want money for your project? <laughs> um... Yeah, another thing that we didn't know was that, like, a majority of the Kaminoans have also perished. Yeah. Like, not only was it like, oh, we destroyed all the cloning facilities, it was like, we fucked that planet's whole shit up. What's crazy is because I think we find out it's not just Topoka City that they destroyed. Yeah, no, it's, it's the every whole settlement planet. on the whole planet. Yeah, which, like, I, I'm assuming we never, we've never seen them, which would be no. really interesting to see, but which presumably they had other facilities that were just Kaminoans living yeah, their daily just lives. Yeah. They came in, they raised that whole planet, planet to the ground. 
to the water <laughs> to the ground underneath the, the water um which like yeah that's crazy um we're kind of understanding the like the the lengths that which the empire will go to yeah. kind of silence an entire an entire species at this point now yeah. um which obviously we see later in time but again this is baby empire like they're still keeping the shit hush hush they will soon grow to not do that but pedal to the metal though 100 percent all the way this early in the game which yeah. is crazy yes um but yeah also i love the way that this information is introduced to us i feel like we talk about a lot just like we're not wasting time with like unnecessary scenes it's not like we opened up and it's like remember camino and there's like a flashback <laughs> and then there's also like and all the other cities were destroyed i like that these things are coming up in like natural conversation where it feels like almost like us with senator chuchi and others are like learning about these atrocities we're learning but also like i was a little afraid when they started with this whole thing of like oh admiral rampart destroyed the cities and i was like we we know that like it's interesting to see characters learning that too but i i like that they peppered in other information that we the audience didn't know so it wasn't just like us sitting here hearing other people tell other characters about stuff that we have already seen and no new information yeah we do get new information and we get to see how deeply this has gone like how deeply this has been covered um which obviously is a huge mainstay of this first episode one might say a conspiracy yeah so chuchi uh is like i have to uncover this conspiracy um the admiral rampart destroyed uh Chipico city and uh basically all of the Kaminoans um settlements uh so she has to go find slip who said he was a part of yes that whole thing slip is on the run currently and she's been having trouble finding him but quick aside yes do we think slip was the clone that did that push the button to like oh you mean the sad one who like uh did the like he no wasn't that the deck officer that was the deck who officer was like who was like it's been destroyed and he like his voice cracks a little yeah bit. but there was also like uh, the other yeah. clones down there that were actually like Maybe. firing he grew a beard Question. in a very <laughs> short amount of time <laughs> yeah i guess we don't know how long it's been but yeah interesting to think about also what i was gonna say yeah. is how did he get his name i know this is in the middle of maybe the whole he thing. falls a lot i was gonna say do you think he falls or, or he's he really fell? good at tying a slipknot or he is a slippery little bastard <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it um anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh yeah so chuchi does end up um catching up to slip mm-hmm. he's running around which just seems to be alleyways aimlessly <laughs> good for him <laughs> um but of course hot on their tail is this sniper that we saw at the beginning of this episode yeah. um predictably slip gets killed so does well yeah he gets killed but one of chuchi's guards i think we end up seeing um admiral rampart talking to this sniper which is the first time oh, yeah. we understand that it's not crosshair because yeah. he's wearing a different helmet he's and a he's got a voice modulator which is like why would they if it was crosshair like it they would just matter. be like it's crosshair also like you know how sometimes when there's like voice modulators you can still kind of tell yeah it, it, it also it, didn't sound like him no yeah um didn't have the snakeish quality that his yeah. voice has um i was gonna say it didn't sound like d bradley baker it still was <laughs> d bradley baker <laughs> But I mean, props to D. Bradley Baker being able to Again. change his voice, and where we're like, oh, that's not him. It never, is never ever in an episode am I like these are all the same person. Like no. never. Very good. Uh, Very good. Today's out. episode. Today's episode. Shout out. We're congratulating um, D. Bradley Baker for the phenomenal job that he does, and has been voicing doing. like eight thousand characters in the same show. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> so we know that that um, it's not it's not crosshair. Yeah. When this chase ensues when slip dies and or gets shot and killed 
and uh, one might say dying (laughs) and Senator Tucci is on the run from this guy where they go into the I don't know what it is but like like some sort of factory very cool like yeah uh, steam steam kind of I I was gonna say steamy but that's not the right word steamy (laughs) it wasn't steamy at all it was was full of steam harrowing yeah um it was full of steam one might say uh very cool setup a very neat um playing field here with a spooky which allows us to have sort of an entry of a character that was a little bit of a surprise in this scenario which is rex yes because we think it's the finally i get to stop asking where is he when's he gonna show up yeah no i really liked this little um uh evasive like surprise thing they did where like she's running around and like does her other guard get killed i think yeah both of them die um but like I love that she's yeah on the ground and there's like a figure in the mist and both of us are like it's Rex. But I love I love the fake out there. Yeah. And I love that he stuns the guy behind him mm-hmm. or behind Senator Chichi. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. And then they like get to have this like weird conversation. I mean not weird, but like good. I just didn't expect it here at the end of this episode yeah. where like Rex, as you were talking about earlier, where he's like, I'm trying to gather people who are like kind of waking up and realizing and like, you know hello <laughs> it's mm-hmm. me again uh i don't remember i guess they must have met before i don't remember if we see that in a clone wars episode but she does know him well yeah we would have seen they would have met each other because even in trespass i think anakin and, and obi-wan are there and obviously rex is with obi-wan i mean anakin, anakin. might be to clear he would die with obi-wan <laughs> well he would be fine he would be less i think cody if they would switch cody would be the one that would yeah, be fucking be in trouble because rex would be like oh this is like surprisingly chill compared to what i'm used to rex is like and cody would I'm be not like getting i'm thrown off of buildings and like <laughs> cody would be like i'm panicking cody's like what do you mean you don't have any rules i'm the osha officer i'm what osha cody <laughs> um okay so we get that um little scene in the warehouse and then they go back to uh what is trace and rafa martez's uh like they're like warehouse garage, yeah. yeah um and they've brought this uh assassin with them yeah who and they were like his be... vin number got scratched off yes he's revealed to be a clone but his identification number is nowhere to be found are Which they microchipped wild. like dogs is that a thing <laughs> I assume it must be like a tattoo situation or I don't know. I don't maybe know. Maybe they are microchipped like lost animals. To be fair, if you still got your like inhibitor chip, maybe that has a serial number on it. I don't know. Anyway. But how would Rex know how to check? I mean, I guess he would know. Scan- a scanner. Sure. It's Star Wars. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Hey, it's Star Wars. <laughs> um, hey, don't think about it too hard. It's Star Wars. It's Star Wars. No. Um, Yes, but he's, like, silent. He, like, says two things to them, barely, and it's, like, antagonistic. And then he bites down on what is this universe's version of a cyanide pill, um, which apparently just electrocutes you, which seems worse. Worse. (laughs) I know we can't show someone poisoning themselves and then foaming out the mouth and dying, because that's, like, probably a little too much for this all-ages show, but... I think if I had to choose, I would rather choose cyanide. I don't know. Truly, I don't know how to answer that question. Can you imagine electrical uh charge strong enough to kill you centered in the like in your mouth somewhere uh cyanide also seems awful um it seems like a quicker death and less painful to be completely honest with you but that's neither here nor there this is a good conversation for our (laughs) podcast episode do you think they want to know more about our thoughts on like good or bad ways to die (laughs) anyway so that's the end of that episode and we scoot on to the next episode which is uh episode eight truth and consequences um which is obviously more batch centered i really loved and we should have mentioned this uh uh the previous episode 
had no batch in it whatsoever. None whatsoever. We've never had that before because even in uh, Devil's Deal Rescue yeah. and Ryloth, we saw them for like uh, five minutes in the first episode. Yeah. Uh, so this was the first time we've had an episode completely devoid of them, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I like how they kind of introduce them into this situation in the second episode that like, you know, it's like, oh, we're back on Ordmentel. It's kind of business as usual. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like that they kind of, you know, it, they finally get their, their uh, Skype message from Rex. Uh, but I won't hop forward too quickly because there is something that's really great that I want to talk about here. Talk about it. Finally get my fucking echo moment. <laughs> and it's cut off and I was so sad about it. But we but get a pretty good moment. It's I also a solid moment. Solid solid mom and daughter moment. Yeah. Um, I do also like the carryover from last episode where like Omega is meditating. Um, which as soon as I saw her, I'm like, is she sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> is she sleeping upright on a ladder? Um, but no, she yeah, she is meditating and I like that she's like, Oh, Gunji told me about it or like he taught me. Um, and I love that she's like, it doesn't really do the same to me that it does to Gunji because I'm not a Jedi. Yeah. But and I love that Echo's like He's a Jedi. <laughs> He's a Jedi, hun. Yeah. Um, no, but, I, I like that we have this sort of um, Omega, or not Omega, Echo being like, I don't like being alone. That, uh, we get some uh, acknowledgement to his experiences yes, on like, Skako Minor, which is nice to have. I feel like that's mostly when I was like, I want conversations with Echo. I want screen time with him. That's mostly what I'm looking for is like, because I feel like we got to get a lot of understanding with the other batch members about like their shticks and like what they've been through or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like with Echo, he's kind of like, he's not a super open book. And I just like, I want yeah. you to acknowledge like the things that we've experienced with you as a character. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's something that we can connect to. Cause we also saw Echo like when he was rescued from Skako Minor and like how hard that was. And I like acknowledging that cause it feels like it's, it's still present in his life instead of like character goes through trauma and then they're fine and now they just have self-deprecating jokes or whatever you know (laughs) like it it feels like it still has weight and i Mm -hmm. think that's something that like makes these characters i don't know feel a lot more lifelike is because their experiences have more weight Mm -hmm. um so it's nice to have this very short but solid conversation here um where echo gets to like talk about those experiences a a good one-on-one moment i like that he leans against the uh, he's very casual here, yeah, right? Like, yeah. this is just a, a conversation I'm having with my kid. Um, very good. 10 out of 10. Would love more. Yeah. I was so sad when it got cut off, and I'm like, it's Rex. And I like that he perks up a little bit when it's yeah. like, it's Rex. Oh. It, he's Skype calling us. Come here. <laughs> Ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, yes. The the contents of the Skype call. Yes. Uh, Rex is like, we need your help. Can can you come help us? And he's like, it's on Coruscant. And they're like, it's on Coruscant? Bitch, we can't go back time. there. And they're like, the Empire thinks we're dead. And Hunter's like, yeah, I'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> Again, I think it's really funny that, like, obviously they can't go back to Coruscant. Why? Because they're wanted and everyone thinks they're dead. <laughs> so, like, it's two bad situations. Uh, I was like, you could have probably made it work because you guys don't look that much like normal clones at this point as i said but watching the episode i was like well if one of us hadn't decided to get a whole half face tattoo that was really conspicuous then maybe then maybe you could have just like put on a hat and pretended you were a normal dude maybe you could have just grown a beard or something but no one of you has a skull tattoo on your whole face (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just kidding and like Um, i don't know tech could have maybe passed as like a normal bloke, I don't know. Yeah, he looks arguably the least similar. 
to yeah. the rest of them. I would say Wrecker looks because the he most looks similar. White and British. Yeah, he's sort of a Britishman. <laughs> which yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, so they do agree to go. But what I really like about this conversation is that Echo for everyone is like, "We'll be there," and no, no one says anything. Yeah. And then Hunter and Echo have another like mom and dad like eye contact moment. Yeah, and I just like I like that. There's always I don't know. There's an understanding there. Mm-hmm. I like that we're seeing that. I like that we've grown from like that conversation that Hunter and Echo have after they get their inhibitor chips out, which like Echo is advocating to stay with Rex and work from like do do like what he's doing and uh, help people. I guess specifically clones at this point. Yeah. Um. But you know, and Hunter kind of shuts that down with like that's not our fight anymore, and like we're not doing that. And and that then to hear where like they seem very in agreement. There wasn't any, it's not like Hunter looked at him and was like, I'm upset that you did that. Yeah. That you just agreed. Like they seem very like in unity like that. Yeah. Um. So it's it nice to see that growth. It kind of feels almost like with a look and an understanding like that, it feels like almost they've had like off screen conversations. I like. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It. I like that we're kind of getting the hint because I think that honestly is kind of also um, reinforces like what happens at the end of this episode with yeah. Echo where like everyone's like, yeah, of course, like mm-hmm. this makes sense for you. It feels like they've all grown to an understanding and understand that like this is the person that he yeah. is and that he's going to do that. And that's great. And I'm like, gonna, I want to talk about this scene later. Yeah. <laughs> I just yes. like it, it's nice that like we're kind of seeing at the beginning of this episode these kind of like small bits of like understanding that mm-hmm. set us up for like this good ending and like why it makes sense, which obviously Again. we can talk about when we get there. Very good foreshadowing, very good showing and not telling. That's true. Um, we like we talked about in the last episode, but yeah, so they get um, to Coruscant to uh, Trace and Rafa's, garage who they're not there obviously i love that they're just like again and i said this <laughs> are they, they're off somewhere is what they're doing some rex says yeah did they leave a key under a doormat Does i mean rex i ex- have a key <laughs> i imagine it's like this is our garage now because <laughs> like they're they seem to be fully involved with that's rex true i guess i kind of forgot that i was like when did they meet i was like well because they're working for him mm-hmm. in the previous season mm-hmm. of bad batches when they got that uh, tactical droid brand yeah um, but yeah, so they, they show the batch this, um, which w- Wikipedia is calling Sniper X. Like Racer like X? Racer or, X. <laughs> or Red X? Anyway, they show uh, the batch this sniper who's dead that they put in this weird... <laughs> I truly was like, I'm sorry, do you still have this corpse in inside? They have like a spe- special like body a, bag. A for body... Where do you get that? <laughs> do you order that off of like Space Amazon and then they like got it delivered and the delivery man was like, this is really sketchy, guys, but I'm not going to ask any questions. They're like, that. this isn't a hospital or someone that would use body bags above board reasons. Why do you need, like a reasons? weird uh, uh, vacuum sealed metal body bag? And they oh, were like, okay. come on, don't ask. Ah, come on. So, okay. <laughs> they're like backing up back into their garage (laughs) they're Um, like dragging it on the ground anyway so they uh they're inspecting this body and by inspecting i mean they just look at his face and they're like he's a a clone clone. (laughs) yeah they get kind of introduced to the whole like here here's the deal guys here's what's going on they give them the the down low Um, situation and they're basically like we need someone to go get hard evidence from rampart's ship uh, that Slip had downloaded onto like a backup drive. Yeah, he made a copy of it. Yeah, he made, which is the hard evidence that they need yeah. to 
uh, stop this vote happening and also um, confront uh, Rampart with the with the hard evidence. Yeah. So I will also make note that she, uh, like so the batch their mission is getting hard evidence. Chuchi is like in the process of like trying to find a witness, which is like what she was trying to do with Slip too, where she's like, can you get on the stand and like testify that like this mm-hmm. is what he did? Mm-hmm. Um. So her fight is essentially like trying to find someone who can testify against him. Um. But yeah, while while she's doing that, the batch are given. A fun little heist, which I love a fun little heist. Gotta love a fun little heist. Yeah, I love that Omega is just like, I'll I'll hang out with you. Like, I like specifically that, like, their concern is that, like, Chuchi will be unsafe. And so they send their child with her. Yeah. (laughs) I love that there's no discussion about it. There's not even a look. It's just like, yeah, we'll send you I really, yeah, I love that they're like, who would want to kill a senator? That means that you're probably, like, still you're they're probably still gonna be out for you and then omega's like well i can go and they're like okay anyway um (laughs) i guess they were probably like we have to keep we have to pick our battles here because like we also don't want her on this mission that we're doing so maybe this is less dangerous yeah no for sure i was like it's because she can't come with them and they're like well yeah it's fine they're like yeah oh, go over the yeah no that's a really great idea wow we're we'll be here don't you worry. Don't worry. Go learn about government because we don't do school with you. <laughs> Go take your poli sci course. We'll be here. Go take your American gov class. <laughs> um, I also really like that they're having this conversation right when they get introduced to the concept of this whole conspiracy thing and like what Rampart has been telling the public. And I love that like she's like, I need someone to testify. And I love that Echo's like, I'll testify. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's like, and everyone's like, you can. We are wanted. We're wanted. Slash dead. <laughs> um but i do i don't know i just like these little moments that we get and again we're getting kind of reinforced the idea that echo is kind of like the other clones that we saw he's like very noble he has a lot of heart yeah um and he wants to do the right thing Mm -hmm. um obviously they end up going on this little heist wow yeah so it's kind of a um, back and forth a little bit between like government lessons with auntie chuchi and then like we're stealing a thing from a really heavily guarded place this um, is what happens I. when you le- leave the boys alone is that <laughs> yeah. they break into a warship when they're and- unsupervised by their child yeah, yeah. <laughs> wreak havoc <laughs> um I, a part in this episode that made me so nervous was when like chuchi and, and omega are walking through the halls of the senate which is, like already oh, yeah. so scary and fucking rampart comes up and i'm like doesn't he know that she's i do I, I suppose that rampart's only under the uh impression that like the bad batch is like the boys yeah to be fair i i was thinking about this trying to rack my brain of like would he know her in the pilot of this show uh he's talking to whatever kami noen and they're like oh we have you know five advanced clone troopers and at which point tech explains later they he thought that echo was the fifth where it's that's like it's it omega is. so i don't think he knows about omega so much that's what it is okay also yes. like we talked about he doesn't look at her ever which again he strikes me very much as like is there a child i'm not going to acknowledge them yeah he doesn't seem like someone who looks at children not even to um, be like hi how are you anyway like yeah, I love like that a normal his uh, public persona po- polite adult is not talking to children. He's like, I only talk to adults. He's a full bitch. My so. public persona is that I'm a bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that was a, a really nerve wracking and interesting part because I I feel like that's a really interesting way to remind us of something, and I wonder yeah. if that's going to be important later. I bet you it is. It just feels like such an interestingly weird thing that happened. Where like, because you know Omega knows, because you see her face and she's like, I fuck, it's that fuck. I hate him. (laughs) 
you know yeah. how she says fuck yeah remember? she's in her fuck era yeah yeah um but yeah no it's really interesting and weird that that's kind of like a hole in his knowledge like he also has like this really soul focus on like the boys of the batch especially the batch boys <laughs> if you will uh it's especially interesting to given what happens to him at the end of this episode because mm-hmm. i'm like i think this may be our tipping off point where he becomes unhinged if he doesn't just outright die which i don't think he will yeah we're gonna um i love <laughs> the I idea that he dies and then they're like oh our main antagonist is now palpatine again and it's just like <laughs> fuck <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think that's gonna happen no, we and we can we can get there when we get there um, anyway, so we do a fun Chuchi explains what government is. This is where government happens. This is sort of like a sister episode to those episodes where oh, where um, Ahsoka is kind of shadowing um, Padme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that we kind of got, like, it feels very Clone Wars-y it this does. episode, which it I really It does like. because it's like, let's talk about our government. I'm like, it's not what I'm here for, but okay. Um yeah, so this all happens before we go. We switch back to the the boys doing the the boy heist, um, but we they talk to Halle Bertoni, um, Halle Berry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time I say that name, that's yeah, what I, I want to say. I think it's wrong. Um, and I also think it's that pasta brand, which is Bertoli. I think so. Yeah. Anyway, they talk to her, who's this uh, senator um, for Camino. Uh, Camino. And we've seen her previously in a Clone Wars episode that was very, like, uh, whodunit kind of intrigue. Um, that was the same one we were talking about earlier. Yeah, the one with the inspector that comes in that's voiced by Tom Kenny, who's also SpongeBob. Yeah, and Ice King. And, and Ice King. And so many uh, and, and, like, 8,000 other people. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, like, she's, like, a full bitch in those episodes, too. And I, I love that he ca- they, they kind of keep her character, but, like, she's... I don't know. She's an interesting character, but she is kind of, like very doesn't care she literally is just like i don't have a people anymore like i don't really care about the remaining ones and i'm like you're literally like that's your job (laughs) it's interesting like because okay so pretty much every civilization on her planet is destroyed is she still a senator they say later disgraced senator so i don't know if that means that like you had a scandal that happened or like or like your your whole people died died, so we don't need you anymore (laughs) like i like that she's instead of being like I'm fighting for the remaining people that I have and like, you know, I'm interested in this because this news that she seems to already know that like the, it wasn't a storm that destroyed all of the civilization on Camino. She seems to already know that Rampart or like someone was behind it actively and she doesn't seem to care and she doesn't seem to care that like there still are Caminoans out there that would love some yeah, support. I love that specifically, she's like, the few of us that are left, I don't care about them. She They're not my problem. That. Yeah. I um, was like, girl, what are you doing? It's really interesting, too, that like they chose to have Omega in the room with that conversation. And yeah. she does speak up and she's like, I'm a clone. And I'm just like, girl, shut your mouth. I, I was so what's like... The, what's your read on this? What's This, this situation is kind of crazy, huh? It is a crazy situation. I was like a little, I guess, again, confused. But maybe this is the reason that like we needed to have omega tag along with anti chuchi as you said um but uh but it's interesting that like uh, essentially what happens here because i also thought this was going to bite them in the ass and maybe it will but like i i don't know i love that the, what they chose to resolve the situation with is omega essentially doing like a call to action like emotional yeah. uh uh what is it pathos like uh, essentially like 
I'm a clone and I matter and like yeah, you, you say your people care. don't yeah, yeah you say you don't care about your people while well, I'm kind of your people and I care so yeah and I love that that's enough to sway this like weird sad old person like mm-hmm. who's who's lost everything and was a dick before and still is a dick but like that's enough it's enough yeah I don't know I, this is an interesting scene with especially with the like uh rampart not recognizing omega and then like her basically coming out and saying like i am a clone yeah and a uh, prediction that this woman is going to get pressed at some point and then she's like oh yeah that one is a clone and they'll be like ah shit i think this isn't gonna bite them in the ass later for, on sure. for sure for sure for sure really interesting love it uh i love seeing those things where it's like this was not necessarily a red herring but it was like it was kind of weird, but in a good way. I'm like, I'm intrigued. I feel like this is going to be a problem later. Yeah, it absolutely will. Um, but so she agrees to kind of testify, providing that they have concrete proof as well, because they're going to need both. We also learned that Rampart has been si- like the reason that she knows about it is because Rampart oh, has been right. siphoning the budget that was supposed to go to like the military uh, stuff. He's been <laughs> cooking the books, yeah, basically. Um, which again, I believe from Rampart's POV is all above board. But, like, he knows that they have to keep that a little secret. Yeah. But, like, he's like, ah, they got it covered. But, like, you know, it's, like, just yeah, yeah. for public. Yeah, yeah, You know. For sure. He's, I'm, like, and, again, like, it's fantastically interesting how this all blows up in his yeah. face. Um, anyway. The heist. The heist. Let's talk about the heist. What would you like to talk about with the heist? Well, there's not that much. I mean, <laughs> again, a lot of it is action. Yeah, I was gonna um, say we tend to like skip through the action bits because, like, what is there to? There's talk not about? that much to speak of. Uh, I do like that they still have incorporated Wrecker's Fear of Heights. That's a little note. Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, they. I like that they have Rex with them. I like that Rex isn't wearing a helmet or armor. Um, <laughs> he's just wearing his little outfit. He is wearing a little outfit. I'm like, I'm begging you to get a different looking helmet. Maybe disguise yourself a little bit. I love fun. that he's like, I don't give a fuck. No, my face. <laughs> It, to be fair, it is. It does kind of complement the whole like the clones are very still very noble and like the yeah. heart of of everything. Yeah. Um, I really liked this whole sequence. I think it was really fun. I don't know. I feel like it's returning to kind of like some of the like fun action bits we had from like the last season. I feel like notably like I think it's in Rescue on Ryloth or Devil's Deal when like Tech comes in with the with the Marauder and he's like fucking shut up and drive Tokyo drifting it <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Like I think we just get like kind of like this lighthearted action even though they're doing something serious. Like I like mm-hmm. that we're kind of returning to that form a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it is kind of nice to have like a uh, it's the boys hanging out. Like they get to do some like intense mission. I like that they have Rex with them, obviously, and like yeah, it was fun to have like something that felt uh, similar and fun but different enough because we have like a little bit of a different swap in cast of characters yeah um i think this heist goes incredibly well considering the job that they've been presented with which is breaking into a (laughs) fucking imperial uh star destroyer (laughs) and downloading files and then leaving illegally downloading files yeah i love that like they're like well we gotta turn the fucking power back on because we can't get these files if the power's not on but they're gonna know and they're like how much time do we have it's like not a lot okay whatever uh i love that they turn the engines on (laughs) Yeah, I love that in order to escape, so they're funny. like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just turn the fucking engines on. Is it in a dock? Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> As I've learned from Burnout is if you can't make a distraction, if you if you can't do something quietly, just make the distraction really big. <laughs> <laughs> the I amount of <laughs> things that you learned from Burn Notice. It's a really educational show. Mm-hmm. I think she actually, I think it was educational probably 30 years ago. And now it's like a lot of those things are really... 
I I personally love that they're like, you can use this piece of technology to do this. I'm like, bitch, uh, smartphones exist. <laughs> no, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of outdated now. It's still fun to watch. But anyway, this is not a podcast about burn notice. It's not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I like that, again, like when they're in the sort of like command deck bridge, they're doing their sort of like fun batch. You know, they got their plans. Yeah. We're executing multiple plans at the same time. Like, you know, we're fucking shooting the door button so it doesn't open, whatever. Uh, I feel like it's just kind of the normal amount of fun. And then we get like a, a chase. I don't know. Like this scene, these scenes were like kind of long, but like they were fun. And like, I enjoyed that we had sort of something that was a little bit faster paced here in the middle of like all of this like political stuff. Yeah, again. I was going to say it was a good change of pace because I feel like too with Clone Wars episodes that are mainly political, I think they can get a little slow. Yeah. Um, and I do like the kind of race against time where they're like, well, the voting is happening right now and they still don't have like the hard evidence. And like, you know, we flash back to the Senate and um, like they're kind of like, OK, we made our claim. Like, where's this hard evidence that you that you promised? Like and they finally get it to them eventually. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I like that kind of time crunch. It's a little more interesting than just like. I don't know. I think there was like one p- political episode where like Padme resolved the situation by being like, my handmaid is just a regular person. Let me talk about her in my speech. And I'm like, <laughs> oh God, like these episodes aren't bad, but I'm just like, they're Ugh. not like the most fun. And like, even in a situation of the episode in Clone Wars, it's heroes on both sides where it's like, this is interesting. Like we're getting to see sort of like the separatist council or whatever. It's still just like a lot of talking. <laughs> yeah. It is. Um, which again, it's nice to have a mix to like, uh, uh, change up the pace and like make something that's like entertaining and intriguing yeah um i personally really love when they get in the escape pod and they somehow cram like five (laughs) big boys in here and they go just like straight over everything and i love that rex is like this isn't gonna work the way that you want it to." and they're like get in shut up text like no 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 it will it will uh i don't know it's just fun it's fun to have that i liked having this in the middle of that i love a heist um so they do successfully get the data which they hand off to uh, omega who is with a guard and then she's able to hand it off to the senate yeah which is when things start getting really juicy yeah so let's talk predictions of what you thought or and what i thought was going to happen here because i was completely under the impression that this was going to blow up in chuchi's face correct and i was like they're not going to pull one over on rampart like no um i assumed that we were going to go into this and they would be like here's the evidence and then they would be like rampart would be like i don't know what you're talking about or like, and, like it, it was the wrong through. evidence or something yeah. or like they had wiped the drives like in the back or of like it was it was footage that people could argue wasn't that convincing they're like oh we didn't see it for sure like this is just yeah. you know whatever um or was him doing like a youtube video <laughs> he's doing his youtube yoga class that dear video diary <laughs> no that would be really funny um, but no, that's not at all what happens. It, it is correct evidence of them destroying Topoka City. And he gets... Go- well, first of all, fucking Palpatine just got... G- the, the fucking... Boogies up from the floor. <laughs> the fucking music cue that's here. And then the alarm that sounds immediately... I literally was like, is someone like attacking or invading? No, I literally it's thought literally someone pulled so the fucking... scary. I literally thought someone pulled the fucking fire alarm and like that's how they're going to get out of the situation. Yeah, I thought like, you know, something was going to happen. There's like an imminent destruction going on and be like, oh, they're not going to get out of this. And like, it's going to, you know they're not gonna win in this one um no it's just the fucking herald of 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 emperor palpatine doom he comes from the floor (laughs) i love too the beginning of last the first uh of this two-part episodes um his name is masamata by the way yes um ameda i think ameda um 
he's there and they're like why isn't palpatine here again and he's just like he's not here anyway bye like he's like it's fine he's there like he's not there it's it's a masameta yeah um and then <laughs> palpatine apparently has just been in the floor this whole time is his office down there does he live down there i think we know from the how okay the end of star wars episode three uh-huh when Yoda is fighting Palpatine in the Senate room, if you remember that, mm-hmm. Yoda go down there and then underneath there was like a drive, a, an area where Bail Organa could drive a speeder up. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening. Well, they, they fixed that one because they were like, this is There's not going to be a big hole down here. <laughs> to be fair, I think he may have like crawled through a grate or something, but like, I think it's really <laughs> funny about that Palpatine. like. <laughs> Yeah, like the exorcist he crawled through a crate, <laughs> sort of upside down. Um, he turns to goo and just like phases <laughs> through. Yeah. <laughs> it's clay face now. Yeah. Um, so I guess actually what's underneath there is just how Palpatine gets to his job. Um, like, was he hanging out down there the, the whole, whole time? time? <laughs> or, like, or And it was just waiting for like a moment to like break in. Um, yeah, I love that he was, I mean, we haven't even fucking got to the juice anyway whatever we all know what happens i think did we explain it i can't remember anymore no so balbany comes out and is just like i can't believe you would do this rampart (laughs) arrest this man i love that he specifically is like senator chuchi is correct this guy sucks (laughs) and fucking i cannot believe this happened betrayal rampart's like blindsided yeah. and i love that he's shouting i followed orders yeah I while he's getting orders. arrested while he's getting arrested on his little senate speeder doesn't it kind of smack too of like the good soldiers yeah absolutely yeah. for sure good and it's soldiers like, follow orders and huh. he's been following that and yeah. then he gets fucking bit in the ass about yes, it yes he does this is what fucking happens, Rampart. I love too. I, like as this was happening, we were like, I did not see this going no. this direction because it, I mean, we were talking about this earlier with like Palpatine is like kind of it feels like letting them play in this space. Oh, he's like I fully have a handle on but what's like, going to happen because he wants the recruitment bill to go forward. Yeah, that's all he's he wanted. Like, so aptly dictates the direction this goes in, where he uses it. He uses it against them. Obviously, it's like, oh yeah, you took out this guy for me. He was bad, and guess who else is bad? The clones underneath his control yeah like so we get to write them all off your bill for helping them is not going to go through and we're going to go forward with recruiting our own military yeah so like absolutely like deftly like i don't know weaves through this whole situation and pulls out the one thread that he wants right Um, it's crazy too that he was relying on good people wanting to find out the truth right so so insidious good and like there's a reason his name is darth sidious darth insidious darth (laughs) insidious Darth Sheev Insidious. <laughs> Hi, Sheev Sidious. Good to meet you. Sorry. Can I help you? <laughs> good to meet you. Can I help you? Um, it's really good. And I feel like we kind of, I mean, I, I think the concept of like good people who are uh, not to their knowledge being used to do horrible things is kind mm-hmm. of a thematic thing yeah. in Star Wars at this point. Yep. Um, it's interesting to see that again, like outside of the Jedi and their big, like grandiose ideologies. Like it's interesting to see that happen to regular people. Yeah. Even though these regular people happen to be like the government. I don't know. Like, I, and I like that we also see it and learn it. And I don't know, like how it unveils itself is like, we're just as shocked as the people in this room. Yeah. And, like, that's a really interesting way of like, I don't know. I mean, it's like, it's just storytelling, you know? <laughs> it's good storytelling. Again, these 
people that make this show do this show really good. They know what they're doing. I will say. They do. Uh, but yeah, no, that was incredibly shocking. And I think sitting on the couch as this was happening, I was just like, I don't know what the fuck we're going to... How is this going to work? Yeah. Okay. So do you want to talk about the end of this or do you want to go into Rampart Theories? Um. Why don't we talk about the end of this okay. and then wrap up with all of our theories? Got it. Got it. Okay. So yeah, we see Charlie get arrested Um, and he's he's blindsided as we are for sure. For sure. Um obviously the bill becomes the crew recruitment bill becomes law because that's how the senate works Palpatine just comes up from the floor and it's just like this is what's happening and they're all like okay anyway we are part of an empire you're the emperor i don't know we why. have no say in this i don't know why there is a senate anyway it's not important at this point um but yeah so they basically go back to the the garage where their their safe zone is at and um their little clubhouse they're like i can't believe this happened i can't believe you've done this but uh yeah, I love that they're like, it, it seems like Palpatine was like seven steps ahead of us during the war. And like, now he's still seven steps ahead of us. Like, it's like, yeah, well, that's what he do. <laughs> I like that how you put it when they're talking about this. It's like, yeah, he built the fucking stairs. <laughs> he, just- he built the house that we're stepping through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. And again, we talked about this earlier, but like, I do really like that we get to have like Omega learns a lesson. We also get to learn kind of a sad, grim lesson, but mm-hmm. one that like i feel like is really interestingly hard hitting of like uh sometimes no matter how hard you try to do the right thing uh bad people still exist and are still gonna like take that victory from you yeah and and twist it to their own doing i love her quote of like we did the right thing we told the truth like that we did it so like therefore we that should be acknowledged and we should have won and it's like we should have but it's bit it was twisted yeah uh, and it doesn't always work out exactly how you want it yeah. to. And like that's an unfortunate fact of life. It's a fact that Omega learned. It's a fact that Charlie Rampart learned. Uh, we all learned that in this episode. In this episode, we learned that bad people exist. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the sadness rolls on. Uh, and then we get, as we were alluding to earlier, um, this really interesting way of uh saying that echo is staying behind with rex yeah to help to help in the good fight because it wasn't a moment where echo was like well i think i'm going to stay with rex like clearly they had talked about it before because hunter is just like all right well see you see you around buddy it seems like he like again it's like another like they had an off-screen conversation that we are not privy i'm assuming it happened after they made the handoff of the package um, and Omega wasn't with them. And Omega wasn't with them. And he just had like an aha moment of like, I think I need to stay here and do this. Yeah. I just, it's so good. And I love how they pulled it off here because it's like appropriately tragic and heart wrenching. Where like, again, we kind of are now seeing it through the eyes of Omega where we're like, we don't know what's going on. We weren't there either. Yeah. And it's just like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, I don't know. And then just him being like, I have to stay is like just really uh, tragic. <laughs> he says to, um, this is where I'm needed. And, and it echoes the conversation he had at the beginning of this episode with Omega where he says um, about joining the batch, it was where I felt I felt needed here. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because I think a lot of the themes of this show are like, well, it's not always about what you were meant for, like what you made to do, yeah. so much as like where you find your purpose. Yeah. Um, where, which I'm not saying that like Echo hasn't found his purpose or, or he's being kind of like led. Like I think in a way this is him deciding that like yeah my purpose is here yeah this was a good a good conversation because i also really like that like because the whole time i'm like just get down on a knee get down on a knee yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, on yeah, her yeah, level yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah. such a good 
sad weird thing to do but like i love that he does right and this is like really physical affection i love that he's like i'm needed here and she's like i need you too like it's so it sucks so good (laughs) a lot of really hard lessons in this episode yeah that sometimes people leave and it's not a huge tragedy like they're not dying or they're never going to see them again but it still hurts nonetheless yeah um and sometimes your needs are not going to be met yeah and like i don't know sometimes it's that the world is not uh kind essentially yeah and like uh, sometimes you have to say goodbye for like uh, uh, the right reason essentially i don't know it just was a good like a good solid moment and like i'm interested to see how this goes forward but like i don't know like and they hugged i love when people hug in these shows because we just don't get it that often and like I think that this too, when she, she hugs uh, Echo and then goes back to the ship, like it's kind of the same setup. I would love to see like a side-by-side comparison of when she, when they find, uh, I'm sorry, when they're leaving Crosshair on that landing platform. Yeah. It's kind of the same. It means the only other time that a batch member has left, stayed behind somewhere. Um, So I'd love to see side-by-side of that. Not that I think there's a huge thing but yeah. just an interesting uh thing visual to see. comparison yeah. yeah i i was uh blindsided by this as well but again looking back on it it makes total sense like yeah. it, again it feels like there were off-screen conversations that we weren't privy to for the reason of like this you know heart-wrenching thing conversation at the end but like it's just like it makes sense yeah it makes sense for him i'm like i'm not like annoyed at the story creators i'm like you know what it makes sense and he feels like he is looking to do something more yeah and he needed to be able to do that and again we haven't seen cody again and we're assuming that he's kind of joining this resistance that rex is cooking up but also i'm interested it feels like they are setting up some interesting things um here that make the world feel a little bit bigger like we have some separate storylines going on now um this is the first time we've had our our the whole batch except for crosshair be separated yeah um and i'm i would like you said earlier i would really be upset if they um didn't show echo at all i'm i'm, I'm assuming we'll get some echo i'm assuming we're gonna get an before, episode that's like yeah before the finale obviously yeah. um because I, I just i don't know he's a, such an integral part yeah. I, like i don't know <laughs> i Okay, so we can jump on into now predictions. So predictions for Charlie, predictions for Echo, predictions for the show going forward because it's been um, drastically different than what I thought it was going to be. And that's a good, I mean, not necessarily a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's interesting. I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, Yeah, again, I I think I kind of just had like vibes and I'm like, I can't wait for Charlie to become unhinged. And I think that's still on the table. I think it's possible. I don't think that he's going to die. No. Um, because I feel like when Would they... Would be weird? I, especially too with like Hauser, where like we don't actually see him die. So like I'm still hoping and praying and crossing my fingers that like he's going to show up at some point. Because Sorry, we, who? Hauser. Oh, yeah. We just, we don't see him die. I feel like people that really we know we're not going to see again, we do see get some kind of on-screen like uh finale like they die or we know exactly where they are yeah um i feel like the fact that we didn't see that with hauser and that we're not seeing that with rampart uh bode well for them living yeah um this is more about rampart than it's about hauser but like i mean obviously he's like our main antagonist here so like more so than anybody else yeah and again i don't think they're just gonna kill him off and be like it's palpatine now like okay (laughs) it's always palpatine somehow palpatine's return um (laughs) as our main antagonist antagonist here so i'm i'm interested to see we kind of talked about this 
as as the episode was closing um when we were watching it but like do you think that charlie is gonna do a switcheroo and be good now or do you think he's gonna this is like his this is his tipping off point of becoming unhinged yeah these were the two options that i was thinking about was either he's gonna do spoilers for star wars rebels in agent callus so he switches the sides and maybe he's a little sneaky about it or he starts having some doubt because that's like what happens with callus um i mean i think we're full past the uh I mean, he's being arrested, so, like... Yeah, so it's uh, uh, either he's going to uh, flip sides or this is going to be the tipping point where he is going to fully lose his shit because, as we've mentioned before, the he's Empire essentially is go whole rogue. goddamn thing. Yeah. Like, I, we've not seen any other part of his fucking personality. Well, it's just so weird to think... Like, I, I'm not betting on that where he's going to go, like... Uh, against empire at least not totally um because he loved do empire yeah i just like I, well i don't think he's totally gonna switch sides and be like i'm good now <laughs> because <laughs> no, I, I don't I, think so either but uh, yeah i yeah but also like what do you <sighs> here's another thought that i just had when you mentioned hauser um what if they take him to like secret prison what if they do a secret prison breakout or like if there's a prison where we put people because they can't we I, we don't want to kill him because they could be useful, but like they know too much about the shit that's going on, yeah. and like maybe Hauser's there. I don't know. Like the Citadel episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah, I would love a, a I mean, sort of a prison break. I don't episode. know if it's like a, a prison break or like a we're gonna use you for our own. Oh, like or a, that. a yeah. I guess like a Suicide Squad situation. Okay, yeah. Um, but like I don't know, or they could just throw him in a prison. Like I yeah. don't, I don't. He feels like too useful of an asset to like kill off in some way. Yeah. I wonder if Crosshair is going to break him out or something. That's the other thing is I wonder if there's like going to be some sort of... Or Crosshair's going to be like, I'm finally free. (laughs) Yeah, if there's going to be some sort of like weird buddies from insane circumstances with Crosshair and Rampart. Yeah. I don't know. Again, I didn't see this happening. So I have no fucking clue. Because here's the thing. I think obviously this this actually sets Rampart up specifically more personally to be an antagonist to the Batch because he knows they're alive. Yeah. And he knows, I think he's going to figure out. He's like out, a solo he's probably, antagonist to them. You no, know, basically. I love that he's probably going to figure out that it was them based on Omega. Like based yeah. on him seeing Omega. Like he's going to figure something I, out. I, I, I'm just, I'm predicting a like him being like, wait a second. Who is that? That young child like yeah. i remember i don't know he's gonna put the pieces together somehow and be like they're responsible for for me losing my job yeah and now we get like we could get like a you fucked up my life i'm gonna fuck you up now. yeah yeah plot line. i think that that's that's what i personally think is going to happen yeah we're gonna see because we'll i don't see. even fucking know i don't even have a goddamn read on this we'll and again cody who knows where is he, he just we don't left know. he's like i don't want to be here anymore i can't and him and rex are just like hanging out yeah they're drinking margaritas by a pool yeah. um they're um, having their 20th yeah. anniversary party or whatever it was yeah. in that Lego commercial. They're boyfriends for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, that's, that's, I don't, I don't even fucking know with Charlie. It's like, I, I guess that's my thought is like either he's going to flip or he's going to become deeply un- unhinged. I don't know. Yeah. I, we didn't see Crosshair at all. I'm really curious I have no about predi- that. We've seen him less than we saw him first season and we barely saw him. Do we also think that this like unmarked clone thing is going? Do you think that was like a Charlie thing? Do you think that was like Here's a? Why I'm I was like, I wonder guy? if there's like some weird other like black ops back yeah. backroom garbage going on where like there's some 
shit where like secret secret clones are doing really <laughs> nasty stuff like killing other people or whatever yeah. uh, i wonder if there's something like that going on um i don't know what crosshair is doing i think I'm, he's just sat and eating soup <laughs> he's finally finishing his bowl of chicken noodle soup how fucking weird is it that like rampart just got he got arrested. arrested in front of the whole Senate. By the law. By, yeah. uh, by um, asshat Fox's troopers. <laughs> who, uh, he's, Fox he, is dead. We've he's, talked about Yeah. Potentially. He was dead. He's dead in comics. He's dead now. Yeah. At this point. In, he's, <laughs> he's dead, dead now. now. <laughs> no, Fox's, I think, uh, has perished at this point in what time. What were the other guys that he worked with? I don't remember any of their names. Thorn. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember any of their other names. Anyway, so those are my predictions for that. Uh, as we were talking about with Echo, uh, the the only thing I hope for Echo is that potentially we get an episode. I don't want him to become a side character is the thing. And I, I think by the end of the season, maybe they'll like reconnect in some way. Yeah, because especially when he's saying goodbye to Omega, he's just like, it's not forever. Yeah. But just for now. Like, I, I, I want going into season three, since we're halfway through this goddamn season, no. I want going into season three, he needs, he want, I want him to be part of the, like, the greater batch again. Yes. Like, I, I think maybe he's taking sort of a sabbatical. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, again, I would love to see what he gets up to. I would hate if he just kind of disappears for the next four episodes. There's one episode where it's like him and Rex doing something or the batch is called in to help with something. I don't know. But like... Again, it makes sense from a story perspective, like yeah. why he would go do that. I 100% get it. I think it was the right move because it would have been weird if we just didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm really interested. <laughs> how are they going to do this? Yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm happy to be along for the ride. Same. I'm really intrigued at how this is going to affect Hunter because um, <laughs> up until now, we've seen to the season that the echo is kind of the driving force between a lot of their uh, altruistic actions. Not that Hunter is not altruistic, but he's kind of like taking a, uh, a guide from echo in that, in that area. Um, so we'll see if, uh, he continues to do that or if he's kind of like well i want to protect the rest of the family that i have it's also interesting to note that like echo became part of the batch when crosshair was part of the batch and then like somewhat soon soon after mm-hmm. um very very soon after is when crosshair is no longer a part of the batch when crosshair exits stage left yes. yeah when he decides to do crime so it's interesting that like it, it doesn't really feel like they've had we've seen a batch that is sans echo or Mm -hmm. crosshair and not that they filled the same like position but they're kind of both like out of all of them the not insane ones Mm -hmm. like they're a lot more like i don't know rules oriented essentially they vibe very different Mm -hmm. but i i don't know like i feel like hunter is now in a situation where like instead of having like a a partner who's like wants to do altruistic things and also knows how to get shit done like in a very like a rules oriented maybe more organized way he's like without that like it feels like there is a chunk missing from the batch now oh for sure which like as we talked about in the previous episodes like we kind of predicted was gonna happen yeah something it couldn't something divisive the whole yeah something divisive divisive was being set up based on how unified the batch felt um in the previous like four or five episodes it's like they needed to do something obviously because the season would have been way too like not instead yeah. the whole time um but it's like i'm just like at a loss i'm like what is gonna happen like are they just gonna go back to sid and they just don't have echo anymore i am really curious what the next episode holds for us it's which, called the crossing which feels it feels like a um not a filler episode but feels like it's 
gonna okay, be slightly the, unrelated Sauron's one episode in the next half of the season all of them feel like they have titles that are a little bit more yeah, except for Pabu except for Pabu that's the one I was talking about Kian has Pabu I don't know who Pabu is Kekosa Pabu uh, they all feel like they could oh maybe the outpost but like they all feel like they could be maybe like more serious episodes like yeah. the crossing retrieval metamorphosis like tipping point obviously the summit and plan 99 um i just you know like what the fuck is pabu pabu totally i'm gonna predict this now <laughs> you remember how last season we had um infested aka malfeased yeah and then there was like the the uh war mantle and then the two-part finale yeah. and war mantle is like was the precursor to the finale pabu is, Ma- is the new malfeased yes yeah. <laughs> i think pabu is gonna be the new malfeased um just to be clear that episode was called infested <laughs> and not malfeased and again malfeased isn't a word it's not a word it's malfeasance we just um that was an, an unhinged episode of ours. I think it's still one of my favorites, though. Because we got to kind of talk about nothing. Yeah, it was but great. It was fun. Yeah. Um, good yeah. ep. Good ep. So it was a good ep. I don't know where in these episodes we're going to see Echo and his sort of. I, I really hope we have like an episode where we have like, what the fuck's going on over there? I, yeah. It would be really weird if he just like exited stage left and then like. And then came back came in back the finale, finale and he was like, like, hey, remember hey me? Uh, I you, learned yeah, something. You're my mom. Yeah. <laughs> remember how i was so sad when you left and i begged you not to go and you're like this is the right thing to do i'm sorry um wow all i can say is wow i didn't think this is how this was gonna happen yeah no i it's giving me a lot to think about i'm excited for the rest of the season Uh, not that i wasn't but now i'm like oh where are we going with this i fully don't know where where to go and what to think and i have no pieces to flip around in my brain i am more excited now more than ever yeah. about about the fate of Charlie Rampart, Admiral <laughs> Charlie Rampart. Fuck, <laughs> he got arrested. He got arrested. Crosshair is nowhere. He could be like shopping at Tilly's or something. <laughs> we don't know. He's buying hacky sacks at Zoomies. He's buying hacky sacks at Zoomies. Oh my god! With all the free time he has now, the Rampart's not fucking bothering. Like, him is constantly. he unemployed now? I'm really curious. I'm sorry. I'm just so curious why Rampart was like, "I'll hire this other assassin." Why? <laughs> What is happening? Did Crosshair just like die? <laughs> yeah, did he have an off-screen death? And he we're broke gonna get his that ex- arm and he has to be in the hospital he for a while. He broke his hip. He's got an appendicitis. <laughs> You're not going to see him for a minute. Okay. It's like uh, as though these actors were real and not animated. <laughs> it's like he had to take a break. And not all so we the wrote same him, voice actors. wrote him out of these five episodes. <laughs> he got pregnant, so we had to... <laughs> <laughs> we could only film him from like the, the boobs up. <laughs> and then like he was out on a thing the whole time yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> no he was on jury duty <laughs> jury duty okay my god i can't believe we've we're this many episodes into this season and we still have we have a one episode of crosshair in it it's insane oh, okay also just like thank you to all the people who listen to this goddamn show <laughs> yeah i love seeing people uh, uh talk to us on instagram or twitter and just be like this show I watch. I'm like, it's really wild to me that there are other people out there in this world that are listening to this. Yeah. We love being here. Thank you all for listening. And thank you so much. Uh, swing swing by our socials and chat with us, please. Hey, we're great so news. sad. Great news. <laughs> Look, it's time for the outro. Oh. Look at that. Thank you for listening, everyone, that I just I just shouted out. Thank you for being here. Uh, as you know, we'll be publishing episodes every Monday. Uh, so join us next time for episode nine uh, called The Crossing. 
you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts and also instagram and twitter at the batch pod come say hello to us chat chat about the episode be sad with us hang out with us exactly anyway so if you like story and you like star wars then tune in for the next episode of the good the bad and the batch bye, bye.